All of the opinions in this post are my own. Since this is a new book I will not be using quotes. I received an advanced reader's copy through a Goodreads giveaway of Where the Light Enters by Sarah Donati. The book's release date is September 10th. The book is part of a series but can be read as a standalone. I intend to read the first book, The Gilded Hour. However, I may not blog about it for a while. I am attempting to keep this spoiler-free, hence the lack of details. I recommend reading Where the Light Enters by Sarah Donati. The story is interesting and engaging. The book is a historical murder mystery through the lens of two female cousin obstetricians in the late 1880s. The main characters are Anna and Sophie. While the first novel is mostly about both of them finding their way to being surgeons and doctors in a time and place where women being doctors is scandalous. Both women assist women with the many trials and tribulations of becoming either new mothers or well-experienced mothers. Where the Light Enters centers on a murder mystery that they help solve. Anna's husband who is a detective brings them into the investigation. As their roles as obstetricians are of great importance to the investigations because the murders were of women. Many of the women that are a part of the story are either mothers or midwives or in the case of Anna and Sophie's doctors showing the successes and trials of women as they balance family life against the rest of their desires. Which gives the reader an understanding of how life might have been like for women during the 1880s. The murdered women were mothers seeking a means to have control over the size of their families. That is to say that the women were mothers that did not wish to have more children, but were still of childbearing age. The murdered women died through their last resort to keep their families from growing. The murders demonstrate the importance of death and rebirth as part of the human experience. The women died around the same time that Sophie is rebuilding her life. While highlighting the idea that women's issues are also community issues as life and death are two things experienced by all. Sophie's increased involvement in her community after her husband's death demonstrates many of the themes of the book, the most important being death and rebirth, which is shown through Sophie's life after her husband's tragic death from a historically accurate and prominent disease. What is also accurate is their attempts at seeking treatment for him. For example, they spend the last few days he is up in the Alpine northern mountains in Switzerland, thinking that the clean cool air will help him recover. Sophie rebuilds her life with the help of her friends and family. The themes of death and rebirth are clearly shown throughout the novel through the lives of both main and minor characters. Many characters write personal letters throughout the chapters. Important case information is told to the reader through newspaper articles. These style choices show each of the characters' voices and perspectives engagingly while also giving important information to the reader about the characters and the murder investigations. I am glad that the book avoided throwing information in flashbacks and long descriptions. I find flashbacks and long descriptions tiresome as a reader. I rarely have read the information in a flashback that could not have been shown or even told in a better way. When I see long descriptions in a novel, it is concerning, because that usually means that the passage will be full of needless adjectives that do nothing but remove me from the story. The descriptions in this book were not too long. Although, the writing style did give the feel of something written in the 1880s. However, the author used this style to great effect. She also used the historical, political, racial, and economic setup of New York in the 1880s to create an engaging setting. The author did a good deal of research for this novel, which is evident by the accurate representations of the historical, political, racial, and economic aspects of life in New York during the 1880s. For example, Sophie's African-American heritage impacts her interactions with many characters during the timeline of the novel. Her status as a woman who is a widow in the 1880s impacts her interactions with others, in particular men. Her position as a physician impacts her interactions with others. All of these elements of experience interacting with one another in direct and indirect ways. 
However, none of these elements dominate the story of Sophie's character to the point that they do any less than inform the story already being told. These aspects of her experience impact the character and culminate in what makes her an interesting individual to experience the book through. Although, she is not the only character impacted by the historical, political, racial, and economic experiences of New York during the 1880s, nor the only character to be a viewpoint character. In conclusion, I recommend reading Where the Light Enters by Sarah Donati. It was thought-provoking to read. The reader's experience of the political, religious, racial and sexual elements of the story are intense. The story is engaging due to the interaction between these different elements. The setting is interesting and well-defined. The characters are individuals and not defined by stereotypes. Yet, they are not modern women trapped in the 1800s or anything of the sort. Each woman seems like that's the time she lived in and experienced life. Overall, this book was exciting to read, and there are many thematic changes throughout the story. This book has stylistic elements used to great effect to help tell the story.